Welcome to the Heart, Heart to Heart, Heart podcast. <laughs> um, it's good to be back. Yeah, this season is two feels episode nice. One, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're so much older. We started this when you were fourteen. Yeah, I think I'm older mentally too. Me too. I think I even sound different. I was like in the mirror yesterday practicing like <laughs> stuff. I was. It's weird, but it's real. But like, <laughs> I, I just was like listening to myself. I was like, whoa. Like yeah, it's kind of crazy. I feel different. I, can I feel that. different. I can that. <laughs> but um, I think it's nice to be back, especially older now. Bring a different mindset, different point of view. I think I know more now. A lot's happened since we filmed the last episode. We like filmed it straight out of pandemic too, so mm-hmm. it was kind of crazy. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. we're here in a new space, and everyone's like mask off. It's oh, kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so excited to, um, we have some guests in the house. (laughs) Um, Before we introduce our guest, Journey, do you want to talk about um, just what this season is going to be about? Sure. Um, This season, I think we primarily are bringing a lot of focus towards the education um, side of the community. So teachers, students, schools. Um, student debt, student, like whatever they want to do in their life, college and everything. So um, we really wanted to bring guests and people together who are in that field. So teachers, students, um, just to talk about it, especially for our listeners too. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how are teachers and students staying well, yes. uh, staying activated? <laughs> uh, you know, are you, are you fighting for justice? Uh, what are you, what are you up to these days? So yeah. Uh, let's introduce our guests, or have you introduced yourselves? So, yeah. um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Erica Hicks Morales, and I am currently a teacher. Um, I don't know if we should go back. I mean, Justin and I have been friends for, oof, hate to age us, but it's been, it's, it's been a couple decades. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I've been teaching in a public school for the last eight years, but I've been a teaching artist since I was 18. And mm-hmm. actually, Philly gave me my first teaching job um, with an independent film company called Big Picture Alliance. Um, I was 18, <laughs> being a teaching artist for some, I think, teenagers that were like my age from, I think it was West Philly High School. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's just been part of my life for the, uh, I think I've been teaching teenagers for more than half of my life right now. Mm. That's crazy. That is crazy. Mm. Shout out to Big Picture Alliance. I love their work. Big Picture Alliance. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, rest in peace to Jared Martin, who I think he was the founder. I I don't want to mess his title up, but, um, he recently passed away maybe a few years ago. Not recent, recent, but it was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Devastating because, um, he really got me on my journey mm. towards like arts education and all of that stuff. So, but yeah, Big Picture Alliance was absolutely fantastic an endeavor. So yeah. That's awesome. Well, welcome, Erica. Thank yes, you. welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Um, uh, my, my name is Ethan. Um, I'm Erica's son. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. It's not for me. I get a test. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just, I'm you know, I I'm, I like to think of myself as, you know, different from a lot of kids because, you know, a lot of kids just don't really care about school because, you know, we're talking about school stuff. and But, you know, like a lot of kids don't really care about school and disrespect the teachers and all that stuff. But I'm like, maybe it's for my mom, too, which is mainly mm-hmm. why. But, like, I'm 
I'm, you know, I like to, st- well, I don't study, but I like to pay attention to stuff. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know you don't study. <laughs> 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 That's what you're doing in that room. <laughs> but, um, you know, I like to pay attention in class. You know, I like to bring myself forward. I like to um, get into a whole bunch of academic stuff. You know, I don't, I don't like the feeling of like knowing that I'm slacking off. Mm. I don't like not care about school. You know, I'm. I'm so what grade you going to? Uh, I'm going to seventh grade. So I'm going yeah. to seventh, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so nice to have you both here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to um, kick off the conversation? Yes. Yeah, should we yeah. do our icebreaker? Oh, icebreaker. Um, yeah. Even though we're all very familiar with each other, unfortunately <laughs> for some. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. I love the you. <laughs> um, yeah, our icebreaker is uh, the question: Who was your greatest teacher and why? So I think it'll be really interesting, especially you coming from a teacher. Was it someone who inspired you to be a teacher? Then you, you know, your mom's a teacher, but um, mm-hmm. like also even in school, a teacher who really pushed you to be, you know, the best you could be. Mm. Um, uh, this is yeah. easy. This oh. is so easy. Um, Mrs. Walsh, Ms. Walsh, <laughs> I say, um, was my drama teacher. And I met her at 11. We are still friends. And she actually got, uh, was a big part of helping me get into the position I'm in now because, uh, you know, coincidentally, when I was looking to establish myself in a public school, she was looking to retire and she had been hanging on from retiring because she didn't feel like there was any candidate that she wanted to pass down Mm -hmm. her legacy to. Now, this woman was teaching for 44 years. So I called her out of the blue and I'm like, listen, I want to get my teaching certificate can you help me out? And she goes, the stars are aligned. <laughs> That's the first thing she said, right? Oh, that's um, so sweet. Yeah. And she just had my back ever, you know, from that point forward. So yeah, met her at 11 and did my first school production with her. And that was it. I, she held my hand until I graduated. She motivated me to go to University of the Arts in Philadelphia for acting. Um, and she's just been like my lifelong mentor. So that, yeah, that, that question, I mean, that's just, <laughs> I can, I can say that in, in my sleep, you know, <laughs> she's, she's my drama mama. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd like to say my favorite, te- well, my, my, what is it? What is it? My favorite teacher? Yeah. Or, yeah. My favorite teacher. Uh, well, obviously my favorite teacher is my mom. But like, you know, in school and stuff, because, you know, she teaches me outside of school and the things that I need to know to, you know, ground me. But like in school, my favorite teacher was Mrs. L- Mrs. Lord mm-hmm. from my fifth grade. She was literally like my f- the best teacher I could ever have. She, um, we were, I met her during hybrid, you know, during COVID and, you know, she, we couldn't see each other much. And I know she was really, really, you know, she was sad because she couldn't really see us in person until later that year. But, you know, she, she knew about all the struggles. I knew about all the struggles, especially during COVID. I tried to keep my head up high and I think she needed that. And that's what brought me so close to her. Mm-hmm. You know, a support uh, through COVID. Yeah, yeah. A support through COVID. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, she was just, she's just a really nice person. I I had her um, on her retirement retirement year. That was her last year that she would work at my elementary school. And you know, 
it was, you know, it was an honor to meet her because at first I didn't, I didn't really, it's not that I didn't hear bad news about her from, well, like, you know, bad rumors and stuff, but she wasn't the person that I wanted to have originally for fifth grade. But, you know, because I, so I was like going in there, I was like, all right, well, you know, it's not, I wasn't, as, I, I wasn't as happy as I thought I would be with the other teachers, but, um, it was like I I needed her. <laughs> I was happy I got her, and she she was just you know she was a nice person. She was originally they used to switch classes during non COVID you know during, before the pandemic, but I had her individually for like most of the time, and she would invite the other teachers now and then. But she was the uh, originally a math teacher, and I think it was her that made math my favorite subject because it used to be like science and stuff, but. She was. She just made everything so easy, so easy to understand. She was forgiving. She was just. She was just an amazing person. She was just an amazing person. That's incredible. That's so yeah. sweet. Did you have one journey? Absolutely. Um, I think you know who I'm, my mom's in the corner. She knows who I'm gonna say. So this is her favorite teacher too. Stole it from me. But it, it would have to be. I don't even know. No, I, the first year I had her was fifth grade. It was a new school, and she was my math teacher. Her name's Miss Palomar. That was like my at school mom. Like it's kind of crazy because at first I was like kind of bad at math. And, like, I was so embarrassed because I think the first time that, like, I felt, like, a connection to her is when I kind of, like, disappointed her mm -hmm. because I, like, wasn't doing good at math. And she talked to my mom at parent-teacher conferences, and I just was like, this is, like, unbearable. I was like, both of, like, my mom and then, like, this teacher at school, I was like, they're both, like, upset. I was like, I got to get better. I was like, there's no <laughs> way. So I started doing that. And then it was kind of like she knew because she went up every grade with us. And I think we were her favorite year, too. So, like, in sixth grade, she became a science teacher. Seventh grade, she taught seventh grade science. So she was, like, there all the way. And um, I think one of the best memories I have with her is that we would, like, get stomach aches in school. And we would go to her and she'd be like, what's wrong? Like, she'd be like touch right here on your stomach. She'd be like, does it burn? Is it your appendix? Did your appendix burn? <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I just need a stomach. I just have a stomach issue. She was like, don't go to the nurse. She's going to give you crackers and ginger ale. She was like, you come sit in here. And I just was like, oh my God. I was like, I love her. And um, now she teaches, she's not, a, she actually is a dean of students in the fifth grade building. Mm. And I go there and volunteer for community service hours. But I also go just to see her because she's like the best ever. Aww. And um, I don't know. She's just a great teacher. I love her. I miss her at school. I used to go visit her and everything. Just seeing her. She so smiles. She's from Albania, too. So she had a cute little accent. She'd be like, hello, Journey. And I'd be like, oh, I miss Palmer. But um, I love her, yeah. How about you? I, you know, I, I had a teacher. I have a most memorable teacher. But um, I'm mad at her right now. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. 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 What the heck there? It was like kind of petty too. It was like I have one. I'm mad though. Well, I'm, yeah. mad. I'm mad at her. Like right now, like um, oh. she actually lives around the corner, and she oh, she go visit her sometimes. Like, <laughs> we could go visit her after this. It would be hilarious because we're <laughs> technically mad at each other. But <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been in high school but I do kind of stay connected to Jeanette who was also mm. your mom's teacher journey oh, I remember. Um, she was very 
uh, annoying in high school. Um, <laughs> but a lot of negative things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she. It, it actually was like when I graduated, I, I realized she pushed all of us to be into the arts. So mm. there was a theater right here at Eighth and Lombard called the Society Hill Playhouse, and we had the opportunity to take theater classes for high school credits. So it was Jeanette who organized that. It was Jeanette who made us read Toni Morrison, Sonia Sanchez, um, uh, Tony K. Bombada, like all these black female writers. Mm. Um, so Jeanette did a lot. She was very instrumental in pushing all of us to really search for our identities in new ways. And she was a white teacher. So there was mm. a lot of controversy around that. <laughs> And so I adored her for many, many years until like last month when she worked my nerves. But I won't get into that <laughs> on this podcast. I will just, um, for the sake of giving her an honorary mention, I will say Jeanette, but I'm mad at her. So. She's mad at anybody. <laughs> yeah, no. It's all good. She knows why, though. No, oh, yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I hope so, too. So. <laughs> We have the same birthday, which is pretty funny. That's oh, cool. well, that's like yeah. kind of a connection. Yeah. Cool connection. So, I mean, just to kind of dive in, I think one of the things when we were exploring what we would do for a season two of this podcast, like in the first season, we talked very generally about mm -hmm. things that connected the older generation to the younger generation. And we were like, huh, well, if we're going to do a season two, we wanted to have purpose and meaning we want to be able to speak to something very specific and we're like well let's like really dedicate this to you know teachers and students and uh, we were just talking about how oftentimes um when we're thinking about care and wellness it's all about the students how do the mm -hmm. students feel how many guidance counselors do they have do they have a school nurse but then we were like, but what about the teachers? Like, for example, mm -hmm. students can tell when teachers are not okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that way? No, I've never. <gasps> really? I've never. I mean, I've never encountered, like, something that I usually, usually comes to teacher business, you know. I, I usually mind my own business. I've never <laughs> really noticed that a teacher was or wasn't okay. But well, well, I knew I noticed when she was okay, but you know, I never like saw any signs that she wasn't. You know, I never, I, I never knew that. <laughs> I never knew that's that. very interesting. Yeah. And so you're going to the sixth grade or seventh, seventh grade? grade. Seventh okay, grade. so that's from a seventh grade perspective. But you going yeah. to the eleventh grade? No, I notice it often. Like mm. wow. especially maybe not even like a direct like moment of them like openly saying it, but like it's just a vibe. Like you can walk, you spend so much time in a school that like you walk into this classroom almost every day of like the year for like mo your like most impressionable time in life. So you kind of get used to this pattern of, oh, I'm going into my fifth period today. I'm going to see this teacher. This is science. And then you walk in one day and it's just like it feels darker in the room or like the way that the teacher is approaching subjects and teaching. It just feels like completely different. And it's just like you don't know exactly what it is, but like you start putting pieces together and context clues and it's just like something, something's going on mm. and I'm not sure what, but like it's not normal, you know? Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a question for you, Erica. Like, yeah. have you ever, 
you know, had a time when you felt like you weren't okay and you had to show up and teach. And oh, like, yeah. How do you I, work through that? I cry in class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I hold nothing back. I think that I'm just um, privileged enough to be able to teach a subject. I teach drama. So um, we're pretty much a family. And mm-hmm. to make this full circle, I got to shout out George Arias, <laughs> who was a former student of mine. He's working um, video right he's now. He's working video. Hey. And he's now like my partner, like my best friend. You know, we have like a teacher, former student kind of relationship. Um, And he, you know, he can definitely attest to there were days where I did have to show up. Um, You know, we were reading a play that maybe was touching on some topics that were like current events or or I just had a really terrible morning. Um, Mm. But my students definitely can pick up when my vibe is a little off. Mm. It, it could be just the day I don't wear lis- lipstick, you know? Mm. <laughs> They'll look at me and be like, Miss Hicks, <laughs> you know, why you don't have that color? You know, or my, you know, my shirt is a little disheveled. Like, they just are very ultra sensitive to the energy that I'm giving off in the classroom. Um, mm. And sometimes it's hard because, you know, as a teacher, you always want to be looked at as a leader and right. you're supposed to be lifting them up. So mm-hmm. when they have to, in turn, do that for you, um, I think the the, the most recent um, time that I just broke down in class was over the Texas mass shooting in the school. Mm-hmm. It just, mm-hmm. I think it was a, a, a connection of, I had just got off the video with my own son walking to school and I'm sitting in the classroom with these kids and my mind is on these teachers. And st- I mean, it was just so much going on and I just had to stop class and be like, I'm not good. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not okay. And they huddled around my desk mm-hmm. and they rubbed my back and they, Aww. you know, told me it was okay to cry. <laughs> it was really sweet. It was really sweet. And again, I have to, I have to say that I think that just the subject that I teach allows them to be that free and open mm-hmm. um, with their feelings. And they cried with me. You know, it was just, it was beautiful. And yeah, I just said, okay. Yeah, they're my, you know, when you have the right relationship with them, they, they definitely um, can help a teacher through some of those moments. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I've taught, I've, I've never really taught in public schools, but I had periods in my life where, you know, I was teaching and like I was in between, you know, living in different places or just really dealing with a lot of stress in other areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling almost like a performer myself because I'm like, I have to perform as a teacher today. Mm-hmm. I can't just be a human being that's having a difficult time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, that was tough, you know, and I, I it never occurred mm-hmm. to me that my students may have known that I wasn't okay. You yeah. know, it was like, I'm just here to yeah. do a duty. I'm here to go through this, this <laughs> curriculum that said, you know, this is what the syllabus says I need to do today. And so I got in and did that. And there were times that I had to leave the classroom and just, mm-hmm. you know, cry in the car or whatever. But um, I never felt like I had permission to break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is really a privilege that you yeah. had that with your students, because I definitely felt the pressure to, um, perform as a teacher, even when all of the dots weren't connecting all for the me. Time, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. So do you have any like tools or anything that, that you think like, let's say if there are other teachers who maybe are not okay or need to pause, like, was there anything, is there anything you could pass along? You just got to have a good relationship with your kids. Right. My kids yeah. will come in and yeah. they'll wish death on the teacher they just had. And I'm yeah. looking at them like, <laughs> you know, are the outlet for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like yo, you really, I mean, I, no, seriously, true story. And I, I hate to, I, I hope that, oh God. I think just by mentioning this incident, everybody, you know, if anybody listens from my school may know who this is, sorry. <laughs> Teacher fell down the steps and kids came in like, yes, like, this was the greatest day. What? Like she may That's never get up again. Before. And they're checking in like, did she come back? How long was it? Did she, is she in the hospital? Yo. She won't be out all year? Yes. And I'm just looking like, I had to be this like, is- yo, time out. Now, come on. Like, right, I know right, y'all right. are cheesing in my being. face, but. Are y'all wishing stuff on me? And they're like, no, no, Miss Six. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if you really are going, (laughs) if you're going into, um, uh, you know, into this, this occupation, not being fully aware that these children are spending more time with you than their own parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you can't build that relationship with them, it's, I I really, you're, you're not going to feel free enough. Mm-hmm. To have those moments with your kids mm-hmm. because they don't like you, mm-hmm. you know, or right, right. you haven't given them that moment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think that that was another thing that I leaned on. You know, there's times where my kids will come in and my my one rule is don't come in here bringing energy from an outside source. You know, you come in and you treat people the way that they deserve to be treated. No one in here did whatever it is that you're mad about to you. Mm-hmm. So if you need a moment, let me know. You can have a you know moment in the hallway. If you need me to go out with you, I'll get another you know student to lead the class while we talk. But I give them that space, you know. So I mm-hmm. think that that is mm. key to building that type of environment, that culture. But you can't do that if you're snapping on your kids all day and you're not right. you know giving them room to speak their mind or to have those moments themselves. So I think that's really. That's really it. It's mm. just you've got to establish, you got to create that foundation, and then the rest is just organic. You know, mm-hmm. you feel what you feel, and they'll come and comfort you, and you do the same for them. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Uh, mm. I just I because I've never, you know, encountered anything like that. I just want people teachers out there to know that it's okay to break down in front of you. Like you said, you got to build a tough relationship with them. But once you do that, just know that it's okay to break down in front of kids. Everyone has feelings, you know. If it's comfortable for kids to cry in class because, you know, their parents got divorced or, you know, something happened Mm -hmm. with their personal life, if it's okay for them to do that, I just want them to know that it's okay for them to do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just yes, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's, not one way. it's not one way. You know, it can go the other way around. You know, especially like my mom just said. I keep referencing that you got to build a strong relationship with your kids in order to have that comfortability. Yeah, of you know, just letting, just talking to your kids, and or just you know, like you said, crying. But, you know, I just want, I want them to know that it's okay for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know something my vocal teachers do. Also, shout out to them. I love them. I've had them every year in high school <laughs> because it's like a major. Like, you stay with that unless you change it, but I've never changed it um, until you graduate. Um, Ms. Schneider and Ms. W. There's two of them. They're amazing. Um, and... <laughs> 
we started doing this thing, Connections. And at first, mm. it was kind of funny because at first we hated it. We're a bunch of teenagers. Mm. And like this is like the second period of the day. It's like 8.30 in the morning, 9.30. And we're like sitting there and they're like, okay, we're going to have 15 minutes. We're all just going to sit. And then like if you want to share, just start talking. And it's like, at first we were like, what are you talking about? Like, it's 930. Like, Why would I talk about walk in with like Dunkin' Donuts and like a blanket on. And they're like, okay, we're going to all sit and like talk to each other. And everyone's like, what? I'm not talking. Like, but it's crazy because that was first. And now like we fight each other to talk and just like explain stuff. And it's like. These people in the class, I didn't even know some people were in that class. This is a big class. It's a choir. And we're, like, one of the biggest choirs. And, like, I can name every person in there now, like, in what part they're in, soprano, alto. Wow. Like, I can tell you soprano one, soprano two. And it's, like, I would never be able to do that in the past. And it's, like, crazy. Because, like, it started around, like, when, like we first came back it was covid and they were like we just like you can just talk about your weekend what you did over the weekend like people would pull up their phones and go on airplay here's my uncle and my brother we went to the mall and it's just like oh that's so cool such and, such. and it's just like it's amazing like i we just feel so close to each other now like you could just talk to someone now like i could turn around and be like oh you went to the cheesecake factory my favorite meal from there is this they're like that's so cool and then you just turn around and go about your day <laughs> and it's um i think that's something that really changed and like it's true people students will come in i've seen so many students come in and be like i hate um science this teacher man i just like mm-hmm. wish they would never come back and then like they would like go away and they'd be like thank goodness this like class is gonna be amazing and it's crazy that like they say this to these teachers and then my vocal teachers are like okay no you can't say that and yeah. everything but it's just like the connection and the relationship that we built with them it's like i talk to them like they're my friends like at the end of the year we all just sit in a circle and talk to the teachers and it's just like mm-hmm. casual mm-hmm. and um, i think that's something that you shouldn't take for granted and that i'm definitely gonna miss you mm-hmm. know leaving mm-hmm. school and everything mm-hmm. wow. so as a student have you felt like you're you weren't okay and like how did you deal with that i i um yeah i i, I i'd either i'd have to excuse myself to the bathroom where they had a at my new school, they had a therapist there. Well, yeah, it was a social worker therapist. But, you know, I'd go to them. I'd ask to be excused, and I'd ask to go to them. And, you know, I'd just I'd talk to them about my day, or I'll just sit and, you know, just lay my head down if I feel like crying, or I'll just, you know, just... I wouldn't cry out in the open, because, you know, nobody wants to just, <laughs> just blurt it out. Just, <laughs> but, you know, I... Try my best to keep to myself, you know. I'm uh, I, I'm just thankful that I was surrounded by good friends who, you know, cared for me and, you know, talked me through it and said it's okay. And you know, it's just, I've yeah, when I've, when I've felt sad and stuff, I just yeah, I just keep it to myself mostly. But you know, I, I would cry. I wouldn't just. Or if I would cry, I'd, you know, excuse myself. So I'm, excuse I'm wondering, myself. this is kind of like off off of what we were mm-hmm. pre-thinking, but mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if there were any politics or were there any news headlines like you talked about, the shooting in Texas. 
were there any like external things that contributed to you not feeling okay did you ever have a moment like that where it was like a news headline or you wake up mm. and it's like oh my mm. god the world is crazy or 100 yeah no 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i mean i just like when that text you know i've heard about the text you're shooting i i really don't like dwell on news like that like i'll think about it later and i'll be like wow that's crazy or, like mm. that's like but i never like feel like a con like a personal connection to someone else mm. you know like i mm. when the texas shooting happened i really just you know i you know my my heart goes out to all the people that you know who's who are mourning currently but you know i really didn't like dwell on it that much mm-hmm. i didn't really mm-hmm. you know i I wasn't like thinking about it. They had a whole thing the day it was, well, I think it was the day or the day after they had a whole assembly talking about it. And, you know, kids were like doing some crazy stuff on TikTok, you know, pulling, like getting Nerf guns and pointing at the camera. Mm. So they had to, yeah. And and especially during that time. Mm. So they had to, you know, and people were like saying, saying a whole bunch of stuff like "I'm gonna kill you." You're like, "Yo, yeah, Whoa. school, school shooter vibes and all that stuff." But like, they had to have a whole assembly on that, and I was like, I was, I didn't really like dwell on it that much. I was just like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm, I know I'm not gonna do that stuff." And you were like I a just, bit numb to it, almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, just, I, listen, I know. Yeah. yeah, I was just that's. But that's mm-hmm. a, that's such a good. It's like so interesting to talk to you because. You know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, our kids are hurting. It's like, whoa, maybe some of our kids are even numb to it because yeah. things are happening so often. And I mean, like, I'm not like a bad, I'm not like a mean person. I'm like, oh, whatever they, you know, but I, I felt that I just didn't. And maybe this is just me doing it subconsciously. I just didn't, you know, like try, try to connect or yeah, I just it didn't. doesn't register. Yeah. Like, it didn't it really just re- like, yeah. It's kind of unfortunate, but it just like goes in one ear. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And it's like sad. Like, especially you saying that. Cause I used to think that like, I cared so much about it. Um, but like when it first happened, there was, it kind of made me realize a bit more about like our school practices and everything. And then like, there are kids who joke about it. Like, oh, I'm going to send out this mass text that I'm going to show up to the school with this and that. And then we all They're come joking in a, about kids yes, are joking about this? Like kids will literally send out. My cousin said that he's going to come to school with this and that on this day and what? this day, pass it on, keep everyone safe. And like so many kids will come into school. like. There'll be days where like half of like the school is missing because people are just scared to the point that it's like what in the world Mm. like that there was one time my dad walked into school with me and like talked to an administrator about it because like I think they've also gotten numb to it too which I think you could probably elaborate Mm. more on as a teacher but like the administrators are just like we don't really know what to say to you this is the fourth one this month and like we're doing the same thing and it like we can't really do anything right Mm -hmm. now and like Mm -hmm. we don't know who this kid's cousin is or anything and it's just like you can take your child home and we understand that or like it just it's kind of sad it's like especially Mm. as a student i Mm. told my dad like walking i was like i don't even know why you're coming in like this Mm. is the fourth one this month like (laughs) it's terrible and um it's just like you kind of don't even know how to react to it anymore you hear the news and you know you're scared that this could happen to our school next but then it's also like what are we gonna do Mm. like Mm -hmm. 
that's I think that that's generally the the feeling mm-hmm. that we all have. I mean, you know, I'm sitting in the school building and I'm like, I have everybody else's kids, you know, and you, uh, my principal has this thing where these kids, these kids they hate they hate the principal, even though he's <laughs> he's the greatest principal that mm-hmm. I, I've he's the greatest leader I've ever worked under. Mm. Honestly, hands down, the kids don't really understand that because they don't know what the school used to be before he came. So mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to appreciate him, but. He has this thing with kids when they come in and they go, you favor the teachers. You always are favoring the teachers. Mm -hmm. And his thing is like, well, if I'm depending on them to shield you from a bullet, Mm. they get my support first. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. we are frontliners Mm -hmm. for, you know, so I'm, when we have lockdown drills, I don't play, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't do the laughing and the, I'm really trying to strategize like, okay, if this was a serious situation, I got a huge piano. So I'm like, all right, I've learned to lock the door from the inside. I have like a black sheet that goes over my window. The lights are out. But now if it's like fight or flight kind of thing, I'm telling the kids, well, we're going to move this piano in front of the door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to strategize. There, there was silence there. Was there a word that you use in the classroom? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, listen, okay? I'm trying to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's in that moment where it's like, what, now what am I going to do? I can't tiptoe around. The, like, I got to come to work every day. I got to still send my kid to school. Right. So, unfortunately, you know, it, it is that thing where you're just like... I, I yeah. gotta just kind of wrap my mind around it and have my moment and keep going. What about things like the overturning of Roe versus Wade or like mm. um, some of the like presidential, like like national politics? Mm. Um, does that stuff ever affect you or uh, yeah. Roe versus Wade? Yeah. Just in general, yeah. I mean, you know, I really don't know. Sp- getting a little off top, getting a little off topic. Uh, I really don't know where I stand with Roe versus Wade. I know that, like, especially because my mom is one of one of the greatest. She is the greatest mom. You know, she's the greatest. She should mom. be to you. That's great. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hey, hey, hey. But you know, I don't. You I feel like you. You don't have a feeling, yeah. Yeah. which is it's understandable. I mean, what do you know about that? I mean, you but know? like yeah. even with uh, the the knowledge that I do know about it, and the knowledge that you know, you know what I what I know about the situation, what people are fighting for, and what people are just like, you know, this should happen. You know, I. I don't really know where I stand on that topic. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that people should, because it is like when you're abortion, when you're getting abortion, it is like, you know, it's killing, it's killing a human. And, you know, people are mad about that. And I know people, that's where some people stand on that. But then some other people are like, yeah, but I don't really, I don't want this child. I got this child from, uh, you know, excuse my language, but sexual abuse and, you know, you know, all these other things. And it's like, yeah, that, that would make, I wouldn't want to carry a baby that I got from, you know, a predator or something. But it's like, also like, I don't want just me having now on my mind that I just killed a baby that could have grown with me. It just, you know, it kind of makes me, I'm a deep thinker. So it's like, it, it's just, it kind of, 
makes me feel like, you know, how 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 could you have that on your conscience? Ethan, I really appreciate the level of empathy you just communicate with. You're like, <laughs> if I was pregnant, yeah. if I was pregnant. Yes, I love that you're like, no, let me try and like empathize. <laughs> and that's a lot. I mean, you're a 12 year old guy. Yeah. So that was yeah. a very intelligent yeah, I appreciate I appreciate your perspective. <laughs> um I think I think being a high schooler, um, we're kind of faced with that a bit more. Mm -hmm. Then my school is in a very prominent place. It's in Center City. So, like, sometimes we can look out the window and see us. We we have literally left school early because they were like, this street's going to be shut down and you can't get home. Mm -hmm. You can't get to the subway. We had to walk a different way to get to the subway because there was something going on over here and we just don't want you guys to get mixed up in it. And it's kind of crazy, but it's also like, I don't know, it makes me like feel like I understand it more, a bit more, especially like if you're looking out the window and you're literally seeing this happening. Mm. Um, Like there's been times like people, like the school would end early and people would just walk and join the protest, which is like amazing. And then it's also like, we're kind of closer to this situation happening to us. Mm. So, and then we're like older and people are so vocal now mm. that like, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm older. I'm such and such teenagers old and I have an opinion. <laughs> and I'm going to say this and that. Like, it's kind of crazy. There's been like times like, like half of the grade would stop talking to each other because like this, these people are talking we're on this side of the debate then we're on this side and it's like i don't want to talk to you like the school is divided and um <laughs> okay was that 15 minutes N- no. <laughs> <laughs> i need to just ask oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like the school's divided but um i think it hasn't really affected me because the we're so open now that like we kind of have conversations yeah. about it. It's mm. it's not. There's a lot of things that mm. are just not taboo as mm-hmm. much as it was when we were in school, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that they are right. sharing perspectives that is the epitome of what you know the culture is. They they who are sharing perspectives. Uh, the, Ethan and, and and Journey are both sharing. You know, from him just saying like I really don't have anything to base my opinion yeah. on. I kind of I get it, but I don't really feel anything for it and mm-hmm. you know her kind of being in a grade level where yeah it could affect them because they're at the age where they could yeah. produce children and mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and i think that i as an educator try to keep my kids aware of paying attention to this stuff mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. they are very much distracted by things that in my opinion doesn't matter it's fads it's 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 trends it's things mm-hmm. to keep them busy i remember us having our things when we were in in school but i also remind them you know through the plays that we read that um that we you know that these people who are producing these things that we are now teaching in class were once your age. Like they were starting this work as young adults, you know? Mm. So you are two minutes away from being able to be effective enough to change the world. Mm. So I do want to keep these conversations relevant. I do want you to understand why you feel the way you feel. And I can't tell you how many days that I've had to point out that you don't believe what you're saying. You just Mm -hmm. believe it because the bandwagon is saying it. So if we really cut away at the bandwagon and we cut away at your fear of what people are going to say about you, maybe not sharing the popular opinion, what would you say? Mm -hmm. And I think that that is what I really try to keep alive for them um, because I sometimes get concerned. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I shouldn't be, you know, but I, I sometimes get concerned at the caliber of uh, young adults that we're sending out into the world mm-hmm. that are not critical thinkers, that are not asking the right questions, that are not making right decisions based on research or, you know, and making informed decisions. These are all things that, you know, I try to um, try to tame and mm-hmm. open conversation for as much as possible. I think we're trying to do that too, right here. Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah. you want to move forward to the. I think um, thinking about like just kind of changing the topic a little bit. A bit of a lighter one. mm -hmm. You want to do um, secret lives? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to hold on. Well, you're here now. No. Going back to the conversation earlier um, about if you can tell if something's wrong with the teacher, everything, like, have you ever, has there ever been a moment where, like, you can, like, a teacher has done something else that you didn't know about, you couldn't tell, you, like, wouldn't even assume, like, something else, a side hustle, a secret life, a different job that they had on the side, and it's, like, crazy, like, do you have something like that? Um, as far as me having a secret life or like my yeah. what's your secrets tell us all oh, right no, now I gotta, kill, I gotta <laughs> kill you if I tell you that um, yeah you know what you know what's crazy is that I am a singer um, I, I do put, <laughs> can you really say no seriously can you we're, we're actually you trying do this to all the time we're right? actually <laughs> trying to think of a jingle for her oh, to hurry but um, would you sing something for us Erica Right now, yeah, just in heart to heart. That's like somebody give saying, us three Can you tell dance. Give us, no, no. <laughs> give us three notes in a run. <laughs> I don't even know what to sing. Alas, um, oh, oh Lord, oh no, that's too. That's well, no, so it's it's copyright. Uh, Can't get copyright. <laughs> I gotta come back to that because okay. now I'm just like, now what can I sing? Well, you sing something for us at the, the end. I, yes, at the end. And once I get okay. once I get a song that I feel like I could do like five words of, I'll Okay. Do you sing also, Ethan? Huh. No, <laughs> my, since my my voice, I used to sing. I used uh, well, to, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm retired, no. but like I I can sing. I could sing. My voice has gotten deeper now, so it's hard for me to hit higher notes, even the notes tenor, that like tenor bass, mm, tenor bass. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like I'm low, so like when I try to sing my favorite songs, I'm like, wait, <laughs> why can't <I> <laughs> Where's the sound? Right, yeah, where, where did it come? Um. Yeah, what were you saying? Secret life. Secret oh, life. yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. So, uh, yeah, so I'm a singer, and I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm obviously like I'm an actress. I do acting. I really don't bring that into my classroom. Like, Why? I think there's been like a couple of mm. moments where we were talking, and then they try to play me. I'm I gotta remind them, like, all right, now, hold on, time out. You know, like, this Miss Hitch you talking to. But there's a couple of times where, you know, my kids will say something and they don't think I really know what's going on. And so I'll be like, I sing and I'll, like, let them hear a song. And it's just like, what? You you, do what? And I, yeah, I don't. It's funny because actually, the, the last person you put out a little album with or whatever is kind of blowing up from being on the shy. Yeah. And so yeah. that's so funny when I, like I tell people like that girl on the shy is actually a rapper and then I show them the video and I'm like, is that your friend? She's a singer. She's actually a singer. Yeah. 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 I, I, um, <laughs> they had, they had a fundraiser 
This year, at the end of June, the music teacher <laughs> put together a fundraiser where they were doing rock bands. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm listening. I'm like, this is really dope, right? So I get to class and I go, I had a rock band. And they, like, and they go, Wah! I'm like, no, I'm serious. And now I feel like that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like the guy like, no, wait, seriously, I am. I did. I did, guys. I did, you know. The boy so, wolf. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. You know? And so I don't, I think that that's my concern. My fear is that I don't want to be that person where I'm like, listen, it is. You know, it's true. Watch this. Look at these pictures. Like, yeah. I don't want to. Oh, no, yeah, right. Like if they stumble across it, like, <laughs> you're that person. Wait, I have to share. I was at a journalism conference yeah. like a week or two weeks ago, and for one of the events, they had these Caribbean dancers with these little costumes on, and I was like, "Y'all look amazing." Y'all remind me of back 20 years ago with me. I used to wear costumes like that. <laughs> and so I was like so happy. I took a picture with them. And then I sat at the table and I was like, let me see if I can find my picture on Instagram. <laughs> swipe, 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 swipe. Swipe, but I couldn't find it. And I was like, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> I'm that weird old lady that's like 20 years ago, baby. Right. This was me. Back in my that's what I'm saying. Back in my I don't want that feeling, yo. I don't want. And you know what else I don't want? I don't want them to be underwhelmed. Like, like here I am, you know, high, and they're like, you know what I'm and they're like yeah. oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, so, oh, yeah, I actually did this. I'm playing my song and I'm looking at them like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so was I killing it? Yeah, so that's a little bit of a, you know, like I said, I, I think but it's five years. Wow, it's been five years already. Um, About wow. five years ago, I did the Hidden Figures tour with Pharrell and I had to call out, like I had to take some a little bit of time off from school. <laughs> and then when I came in, it was like, Miss Higgs, where were you? And I was like, I was, you know, I was, I was on tour and they were like, oh, on tour. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I think it was that moment, but you know, I, it's, it's weird. Erica, I gotta say, I was just like showing somebody video, like Layla Hathaway is one of my favorite singers. And I was like, I love Layla Hathaway. Let's look at this video. Oh, look, she was on tour with Pharrell. That's Erica. <laughs> I didn't know like, Erica was minute. on tour wait with like minute. Pharrell and Layla Hathaway. Like, uh-huh. what did that happen? Like, it was not just a secret life from your students. It was a secret life from, from your friends. Yeah. I'm the worst. I would tell y'all, I am the worst. I I am not a manager. I am not my own. I am an artist. But like, I need teams of people because I would just do stuff and never talk about it. Yeah, you know, ever, you ever talk. Find it in the depths I of YouTube. <laughs> I can't I can't be that person <laughs> no that's awesome is there any part of your life Ethan that you try to keep away from your parents um well <laughs> no I usually I'm usually pretty open about my I'm usually pretty open about myself you know there's some no usually yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah <laughs> yeah, I I'm usually open with my friends too. I don't really have anything that's like big or I'll like you know when the topic comes up especially with Pharrell because we were watching Hidden Figures in class and I was like oh my mom did my mom was on tour with Pharrell and I was like oh really they weren't as hype as I thought they were <laughs> right so they were just like oh really and I showed them the video too and I was like yeah that's my mom she was like oh my gosh she's so pretty I was like thank you and it was just like and it was like that so was moving it. on exactly. <laughs> you know, like, it was a buzzkill right so I was like you know what 
standing ovation. That's my so. Uh, my like secret life and my famous life, like this is gonna be a part of it now. I'm gonna be to go uh, go back to school and tell kids, hey guys, I was on a podcast and I was in um, you know, I was I was on a pod- podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> but you, famous. but your dad is also pretty awesome. My dad's pretty, yeah. My dad, yeah, you know, he's been an on, actor, right? Yeah, he's like, an actor. He auditioned for Hamilton. He's you know, whoa. Uh, yeah, he auditioned for Hamilton. No, no, no. <laughs> audition. We probably should cut audition. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Did you get it? <laughs> but no, he's, he's like not only auditioned but booked some major stuff. Like I've seen your dad on TV. Yeah, he's, like, he's been on commercials. So like all my secret life, my famous life, my secret famous life and stuff, that all came from like my parents. I really don't have anything of my own. Like I would meet every time. I feel like every time I meet someone that's like slightly famous. Like I've met Roxanne, but like. Um, like like Roxanne Chante, but and I I didn't know her yeah. at that time, and I was like, no one else is gonna. If I were to brag about this to my kids, they were uh my kids to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're That's what you're hiding. That's what you're hiding. No, but if I were to brag about this to my friends, they would be like, they would be like, like, like who's who's Roxanne? My, yeah. my, I bet, I said this to my like some of my teachers. They were like, who's that? I was like, what? So I guess we're kind of yeah oh, we're getting there. All right, wait, so can journey. I tell about a time that I hit stuff for my friends? Oh, yeah, yeah. Got I, this. Uh-huh. Not from you. Yes, not yeah. from you. Mom is in the corner. Mom stuff, but I hide stuff for my friends, and I use it as like three truths and a lie sometimes because it's fun but I used to work with you a lot when I was younger and like Griot's way no one has seen it none of my friends oh my god! I just let a few journey was Nicki Minaj and Griot's way that's not a library and then Journey and the Scarecrow sometimes she tries to like ambush my friends oh my and goodness. show them this and I'm like no like so like in future and I'd be like I was in a video <laughs> Journey was like three I'm big on hiring kids so you were what we have one minute okay I'm sorry oh, oh okay two below mm-hmm. <laughs> can you help us flashed. cut this part out just okay um so, <laughs> no Journey was like I guess she was like two or three and I was was in my first semester of film school and we had to do a project and they were like we need to make a film that captures a sense of place so I was like I, I don't know how to do this I need like an actor and Journey was like she's like this little kid she's like so radiant and I was like I just need to come over and make a video with Journey and it was Halloween and their um, lawn was all laid out with Halloween stuff and this girl came out like I'm ready for my I had like door slippers she on. had door slippers like, I was like okay Journey do this oh. and then uh, we did the little film she came back out of the house with a bow on on the porch yes I have a Is video that... of journey in my boots oh. <laughs> wearing my cowboy boots wait wait acting as me and her little boy this is my tiarica and she does this so, ah. dressed up dressed up my so I'm, I'm holding that as evidence because people don't believe me that I'm I'm constantly harassed I'm being, being right. it was all well, love we can, we can definitely tell this is a family affair. Yes, <laughs> like it is. childhood histories and everything coming up here. But I think in terms of getting back to like um, just what are some of the dreams 
um, the teachers and students have. Like, what are some of your dreams um, as a teacher and what are some of your dreams as a student? Mm-hmm. And then the last question is, um, what does love look like? Oof. Um, okay, so... Uh, the first question. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I think... I don't know if in dream we are, we're talking about like I don't career wise or You're talking um, about the, for the, like the world for for your work for as my a teacher. Um, you know, I, again, I think that I'm a coach who knows how to teach. I really do. I really feel like the first mm. thing that I love to do is to coach kids on um, just understanding themselves in this world. Mm. Um, I know that I teach an age group in which they feel like they got it together. I know who I am. <laughs> I know what I want. This is me forever. <laughs> you know, and I'm mm. constantly helping them to um, to understand that time changes everything right and mm-hmm. I, I remember being that certain and I'm glad that I did not I did not confirm um, <laughs> things for myself at that age what because what were you that certain about oh, oh my god I, I can't even that's another episode yeah I uh, <laughs> you know so I, I think that my dream is is more for my my kids Mm -hmm. um and i i I really do want them you know my kids to um just be able to make good just be good human beings Mm -hmm. it's really that simple Mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna get deeper than that Mm -hmm. like it's really just me hoping that anybody that comes through my classroom and leaves my classroom is a better human being because Mm -hmm. of it um not to say that there's never going to be trouble that they're never going to be you know have failures Mm -hmm. that they're never going to go through things but i feel like at at the core of these kids it doesn't matter who comes in with what kind of record and uh, the guidance count you know what kind of counseling sessions they've been in i can always pinpoint the good there's Mm -hmm. like there's always just a slither of something and i try to latch on to that and, and I try to bring that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time, you know, like I, I, I've done this exercise with the kids just this year. I started it. It was born because I didn't know what else to do. They had like a crazy <laughs> week and I was like, I'm not teaching today. You're going to run the class. And mm-hmm. I allowed them, each of them to get up and I timed 30 seconds and they could talk about whatever they wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. Anything that was on their mind, it was a safe space to do that. And, you know, it, it, I started to hear these stories that I wouldn't otherwise hear and mm-hmm. some of the things that they're out there doing for other people and some mm-hmm. of the things that they're into and they like. So um, if I had to wrap up what my dream would be, it would be that. It would be that I hope that I've been um, a, a helpful part in getting these human beings to go out there and see themselves mm. as being a pillar in the world instead of, you know, anything else, you know, being effective. And mm. what does love look like? What does love look like? <laughs> no, no, that's not love. That's not love. Um, I don't know. Love looks like, uh, I think love looks, looks like respect. Mm. I think that's what it looks like. That's a hard one. Because, mm. see, I get, like, personal love. But I think love in the big, you know, grand scheme of things, I think love just looks like respect. Mm. I mean, I, I disagree with a lot of people a, a lot of the time. And I'm sure people disagree with me, but we respect each other for having that disagreement and that, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think that through that, it, it is, um, it's a form of love. I think that's mm-hmm. the, the highest honor of love to me. It's just respecting mm-hmm. people for who they are, where mm-hmm. they are. Um, 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's beautiful. Wow. Um, my dream is I I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up because I have all these, you know, there's all these different, you know, things in school that's like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm always like, I don't know, a, a manga artist or something. <laughs> or the stuff that I like at that time. But then, like, if you were to ask me that in, like, five, literally five minutes from the last time you asked me, it would have been a whole different thing. Like, I don't know what I want to be. So my... Because I know school is all about, you know, it's basically like, you know, giving you tests of what you what you want to be when you what you want to be when you grow up, what you would like to, you know, giving you little, little bits of things that may interest you. And if you like something, you can latch onto it and maybe take that further. But I really I like keeping good grades because, you know, I just I like keeping good grades. I like being knowledgeable and smart and stuff. But I really don't have like something that I want to like achieve mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't really have like an end an end goal if if you get what I'm saying like I really don't have like a like a like a okay I did it I, I've I reached this my you know I want to go to college I know <laughs> I think he wants to go to Japan yeah that's, <laughs> that's a dream, yeah. a dream. I, I, that's my dream I mean I want to right now I'm currently um working on you know becoming a rapper not like a world famous rapper, but like you know, a little like small time YouTube anime rapper. Wow. That's your goal yeah. is to be a small time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not trying. I can get, I can get famous. I want to be famous. I don't want to be like, like. Oh, I respect. I yeah, know what you mean. I, I don't want to be like you know a little darker or the baby. Yeah, like I don't want to you know, but I want to be. <laughs> I want kids I want you know I want kids at school to know me that's ba- mm-hmm. yeah that's my end goal mm-hmm. I want kids at school to know who I am cause you know last year I've I, yeah yeah I was I was bullied I was bullied you know a lot of Were kids you bullied? yeah yeah a lot Ooh, of what's you know, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, we yeah. didn't talk about that. Yeah, um, I was. Yeah, a lot of a lot of kids were just not liking me. There's this tiny, this group of girls that would just, you know, they would look at me and be like, "Oh, oh, don't look at him. He he's gonna give you bad luck and stuff." But you know, and I'm, I feel like from then on, and you know, it happens. Oh yeah, you know, but uh, I think from then on, I'm just like, I want to show to them that I am someone not to like impress them yeah 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 that sounds right yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, be like i can do this and just like, no, no, no. I, I can i don't want to be the next you know biggie smalls or the next tupac or but i want to right but i want to i want to do something to like let people know that i i'm i can do it Mm-hmm. I can do it. I want to be famous. I want to, you know, have people, other people, even like not even my friends, just like other YouTubers react to me and all that stuff and give reviews and all that. But, you know, I want to I want to make something of myself. And I know this is all about like being a student, but like, you know, as far as academics go, I just want to I want to keep good grades. But like as far mm-hmm. as other things go, I want to 
<laughs> I want to be famous. Yeah, I think it's okay to say that. I feel like uh, we're we're kind of taught to be fake humble. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, I really want to make an impact. You're like, no, I, I need you to know my name. Haters right? rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that's all right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that you were like a rapper. I just see you as a person. I mean, I'm not like super a talented. Yeah, I'm not like a rapper. I'm working on you know, I'm making write down little songs every. every once in a while I think of a mm-hmm. bar and I'm like oh I could write that down mm-hmm. but um yeah I'm just I just you know I, I love I love anime so I I try to you know I read manga and I watch anime and mm-hmm. I like do stuff like that so mm-hmm. I, I'm doing what I love also mm-hmm. like what I also enjoy because I listen to a lot my mom knows this she, mm-hmm. I listen to anime rap like basically 24 hours <laughs> but um yeah so I just I I'm, I see that that's what I do whenever I see something that I I think as a quote unquote job I'm like oh yeah that's like I like seeing people do that and I'm like I want to do that too like there was this I go through phases I'd be like oh I, I'm into pa- I'm into basketball I'm into baseball I'm into tap dancing I'm into all this other stuff because mm-hmm. I see it I'm like oh I think that's cool that'll be but you know I I do what I want to do. I do what I see other people do and look, what looks fun. And I'm like, oh, I want to try that too. But, um, so nice to be 12, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, what does love look like for you? It was a, that's a drastic change of topic. That's for a 12-year-old. Love, I I love a lot of people. I like to I like to say I love I I love everyone. I I don't like hate, you know. Mm-hmm. No one likes hate, <laughs> but I think love is just caring for someone, and there's mm-hmm. like there's levels to love. I think mm-hmm. you know there's levels to <laughs> there's levels to love. There's love where it's like you know you can. Uh, love someone like a friend and you like yeah I would I wouldn't like not like I would put throw myself in front of a train for them mm-hmm. but I would you know I would if they were in need of something I would care enough to like help them out or give them advice there's also love where it's like I genuinely like love not like romance stuff mm-hmm. cause that's what a lot of people too when people think of romance and this is just like you know especially with the media and all that when people, romance when people think of love they think of like romance and like getting married and girlfriend and boyfriend and all that stuff. But I think like love is just genuinely just caring for someone, you know, mm-hmm. respecting that person's opinions, respecting who they are, loving who they are, you know, not, not being afraid to tell them when they're doing too much, not being afraid mm-hmm. to tell them, you know, give them advice and all that stuff. Um, yeah, love is just because I love, I love all my best friends, you know, I, I, think like sometimes I'll just think to me I'm like I really love this person <laughs> like, and I'll send them a text I'm like oh my god you are like really my best friend and they're like oh but like you know <laughs> uh yeah I think love is just care just just knowing that you care for someone and knowing that they'll care for you back yeah it's yeah. so funny because th- he's always been that way like very touchy feely lovey yeah. dovey I had to go to school one time because they kept like they called me in the school <laughs> on some your son keeps hugging people <laughs> and I get there and I'm just and I go so I'm here for what <laughs> yeah it, we have to tell him to keep his hands to himself and I really had a long conversation with 
with this administrator to be like, so you mean to tell me you guys are not teaching them how to love or how to connect with yeah, each other? Yeah, I don't yeah. get, so you want me to that. tell him? And he was like five, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm yeah. like, what do you want me to tell him to do? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> stop hurting people. You know, I'm just, I'm just being weird. Yeah, like, <laughs> love is not an option. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? It just was, it, it did blew, it blew my mind. Cause I'm like, none of these kids are walking around like, I can't touch you. I can't hug you. Ooh, that's icky. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he was breaking down barriers and I just get, as soon as I see my phone, I'm like, Ethan, hug somebody again. <laughs> somebody. Yeah, somebody. I mean, just just funny, like, like, I really so that way too. I just go to my best friend and just be like, yeah. just give him a hug, like out of the blue. I'm like, um, dude. Okay. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, I do, I think that maybe that's a whole different episode since we're right, wrapping right. up here, but it is interesting though that in this age of politicizing all gestures and in the age of like consent culture right, or like right, the right. lack of consent, you yeah. know, and what that has led to now we're advocating for consent but it also means that you can't do things like hug people like that is now right, become yes. like a weaponized kind yeah. of politicized way of um interacting that with sucks, people so like, yeah it's very interesting and to make it full circle i mean teacher to student that's even i hug my kids i, I don't know listen mm-hmm. i could get fired tomorrow right, for right. That. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't say it don't say it. we're going to cut that part listen what no but be I live, I, I'm teaching a Hispanic community. Right. It's right. almost like if you don't hug and kiss them, it's right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So we just, you know, it it, it is weird because my, my drama teacher, she was very huggy, touchy feely. And now mm. it, yeah, you it, should, it, you, it's hard. My mom always tells me you should like go over her house sometimes. Oh, and just yeah. Spend the she night. would have things at her house that for the cast after a show, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like, you like, can't do that now because nah, times have nah. changed and all these laws and all these crazy people out in this world just doing, yeah. being weirdos. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. But um, It is something. Well, this was definitely a great conversation. This was. Yes. This really it was. was. Yeah. I'm so glad to have had y'all. Well, I want you to for having us. Um, tell everyone, if you're listening, please go to lovenowmedia.com. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter. Um, this is the Heart to Heart podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, what else do I want to say? Anything else I want to say, Journey? Do you know anything else you want to say? I think... I've said enough. <laughs> I'm done speaking. This was a really yeah. good episode. Really Thank good. you both for being here. Yeah, no Thank problem. you. Nice. This was good. This was nice. Was awesome. Oh, awesome. Yes. Well, thank y'all. And we'll see you next week. Um, next week, we're going to... Actually, I'm not even going to try to do that now. No, nope. right. right. Just to make it out. Be surprised. Yeah, thanks for listening to Heart to Heart. Bye. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Erica was going to give us a song. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Sing us out. Oh. oh, my God. I'm going to age myself, and I hope I don't butcher the words, but whatever. Um. Record this. Record this. <laughs> Many nights he was alone Many, many, many nights His light was too bright So they turned away And he stood alone Every night and every day Then he came to me, 
I don't know if this is the words. <laughs> he saw his reflection in me. And he said to me, and he looked at me. When he said to me, how good it is, 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 how good it is. That's all I can think of, okay? All I can think of. I'm not going to turn this into the Erica concert. There's a jazz song that she used to sing. I can't remember what it was. It's like a. You remember? It's like mm-hmm. a jazz song. You can you sing, sing Auntie Jazz? Yes. Can you? Oh, oh there we go. Yeah. Can you sing Son after my own heart. <laughs> Son after my <laughs> own heart. Can heart. I sing? Is this, has this turned into a concert? Yeah. But what? Uh, yeah. I don't know what to sing. Do you mm-hmm. have any suggestions or ideas? You know what you want to say. You got something ready to go. You got something. <laughs> um, look at me. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, oh, that's that's my favorite song. Look at me. As a kitten. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Look at me. Yeah. You know, you know yes. a little bit of words. She sang the whole song. I don't remember. Okay, but we'll do that another time. <laughs> Next time I'll be ready, okay? <laughs> yeah, I will. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was another song. I can't. You used to sing it all the time. It was it's like not a that. J- no, it was a jazz lullaby, song. Lullaby. 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 Yeah. That's what I always hear when you cry. Never in a world could there be ways to reveal in a phrase how I feel. Have you ever heard two turtle doves bill and cool when they love? That's the kind of magic music we make with our lips when we kiss. And he knows that because I sing that to him all the time. Yeah. He really knows how to cry. That's how I cry on my pillow. If you should tell me farewell and goodbye, lullaby a bird and oh, okay. whisper low. Kiss me sweet and we'll go flying high in Berlin. High in the sky up above, all because we're in love. <laughs> <laughs> I struggled there, right? I did. Struggle. <laughs> but, but you, you had that low note that you were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I brought it whenever. Yes. All right. But well, that's it. That was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah. The, the last word of the song was love. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Too Peace shy. out, everybody. Too Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening.